Welcome to The Conversation, a podcast for and about women in business. I'm your host, Gina Simeone. I'm a digital marketing consultant for the Google Premier Partnered Agency, Single Throw Marketing, in Wall, New Jersey. The trend of women in business is growing every day, and over the last 20 years, more women have started their own businesses than ever before, and the amount of women who have risen up the corporate ladder to a VP or C-suite position in their company has significantly increased. The dream of women holding a large presence in the business world is finally a reality. This podcast is sponsored by Single Throw Marketing, a full-service digital marketing agency. For marketing that will blow your socks off, please visit singlethrow.com. Thanks so much for joining the conversation. Welcome back. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Jessica Rose, who is a country singer at the Jersey Shore and beyond. Welcome, Jessica. Hey, how are you, Gina? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much. So Jessica's here in studio with us. We wanted to talk a little bit to you about, you know, your journey of becoming a singer, how you kind of started, and then, you know, the process of ultimately making it. You know, I know it's very challenging. Um, It's a very competitive industry. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of people out there trying to make it big. I personally have heard Jessica sing numerous times um, at places along the Jersey Shore, and I I continue to be impressed every single time (laughs) I hear you. So I don't know how the lungs keep functioning (laughs) and your voice keeps going, but yeah, so tell me about you and and who you are and what you do. Sure. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I started singing when I was really young, but I was super super shy. Believe it or not, I don't know how I'm doing this for a living. <laughs> yeah. Since I grew up really shy, but um, when I was like 14 years old, I took guitar lessons. I took like three months of guitar lessons, and if you signed up for three months, you got this free guitar. So I, I still have this guitar. It's like a forty dollar guitar. And in those three, three months, like my confidence grew, I learned how to play guitar. And then I started singing for people because I felt like I had like a shield or I had like somebody with me instead of just like standing and singing. Um, so the guitar was like your, your buddy. Yeah. Like your, yeah. your um, emotional support, my security. Guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so that's funny. Then I like took the world by storm after that. Um, I grew up in Staten Island. And I had this need for like to meet people that did the same thing as me. Like all of my friends, none of them, they can't even carry it like a, a tune. Like my best <laughs> friends are tone deaf. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <guys. laughs> so <laughs> I was seeking a place that I could like relate to people. So I ended up in Nashville. Um, I, I moved there halfway through my my college I went to Wagner College in Staten Island and then transferred to Belmont University and I ended up playing there. And the reason I actually got there was through uh, Jimmy Buffett's manager. Oh, it's, yeah. It's weird how everything like works out. But. And it's I feel like it's not it's not what you know or how well you can sing. It's who you freaking right, know, you right. know, so how you. OK, so Jimmy Buffett's manager. That's cool. Yeah, I would have never ended up in Nashville, um, my parents would drive me down to Atlantic City to perform there like, yeah. every weekend. And we'd like, they'd find a hotel for us to stay at. You know, my parents would pay for a hotel. I'd make like $200 and my parents would just like <laughs> spend like $500 <laughs> for me to go sing. It. Yeah. But, yeah. And then I met Jimmy Buffett's manager. Through, at Atlantic City? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, they opened a Margaritaville there and they had auditions and like they hired me on the spot and then they just loved me and I played all different margaritavilles. It's kind of like, I could just, there's so many stories, but 
now I'm back in Jersey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you still go to Nashville, right? Yeah. This fall, I'm going to be recording in Nashville. So oh, that's fun. Yeah. So I'm excited to get back to Nashville and like be with more music people. But Nashville's incredible. I mean, every bar you go to is like an aspiring singer that's amazing. And it's, yeah. you know, you listen to these people and you're like, how are they not famous? But right. it's, it's just, there's so much talent out there. Tell me, talk to me about how challenging it is to, you know, just continue to do what you do every day and trying to get yourself out there. Right. I, I was just on the phone with uh, this artist manager yesterday. And it's funny because most artists today are focused on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and just like posting videos or like stupid things they do. And he called me because he said, I appreciate what you're doing and how you're playing shows like every single day. And I tell artists that I work with, I'm like, yeah, you know, social media is important, but you have to work on your craft too. And these people that are just like online in their bedroom, like they're not going to know how to perform for a crowd. Gotcha. But I mean, that's, that's kind of what's going on today is like people are going viral. However, I love to sing and like do perform. This. Yeah. Yeah. I, I make money performing, not, you know, uploading videos on my phone right now. Right. So, well, I mean, you know, so the, we're in a digital era, right? We're in social media era. This mm -hmm. is what's happening. This is how people, I mean, you know, people are influencers and Instagram stars and mm -hmm. YouTube stars. I mean, Justin Bieber was founded on YouTube, yeah. you know, and I feel like that was the beginning of that process, you know, yeah. whereas like when I was young, people had to get a record deal and it was this right. process. Now they just go on American Idol uh -huh. or, you know, America's Got Talent. Um, but I just feel like, you know, in this digital era, you have to be your own brand ambassador on all of these social media networks, yeah. including YouTube. You just told me you got verified on Instagram. Yeah. So how does, you know, I know that's again, who, you know, but <laughs> tell me your process of building your social media and what you've done. Oh man. Um, I really like back in the day, I used to go on Twitter and I would go to someone like Carrie Underwood's page and I'd see her fans and I'd go and like all of her fans like posts. So then they would say, oh my God, Jessica Rose liked my comment. And then they would go and follow me. Oh, so that's how I grew my Twitter. Same thing kind of on Instagram. I'll go on like people that, you know, Lauren Elena is another country artist or Miranda Lambert and go like the comments underneath their photos. Oh, And, you know, Carrie Underwood fan XOXL, I'll go like her comment and then she'll like check out my page and then I would maybe gain her as a fan. Interesting. Um, then I just, I, I did so many Facebook lives, Instagram lives and really connected with each and every single person that. So, you know, with uh, digital marketing, you know, we advise people, you know, on their Google, my business, when they get mm -hmm. reviews and things of that nature, we advise people to always respond to the reviews, yeah. good or bad, you know, responding. So in doing this with social, you have to respond to every single comment. The more followers you have, the more comments you have. Right. So it's an ongoing, it's a full-time job. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> a lot of times, you know, clients will come to us and say, I just can't keep up with my social media. Yeah. I, I can't post as often as I need to. I can't respond. I need help. Right. And, you know, that's what we do for a lot of clients. And it's just people don't realize how important it is because, you know, you and I were having a conversation the other day. You said when you're talking to these producers, mm -hmm. the only way you're going to make it big right now is if you go viral on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And that's insane. It is. Because like 20 years ago, you know, Bruce Springsteen would play the Jersey Shore. 
I've played more shows than Bruce, I think. Like, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, your so. schedule is packed every <laughs> single night. Yeah, I, I, I do. I've done like a hundred shows in a hundred days and it's just continuing now. So if it was the old school way of making it and like creating a buzz in your town, like that would be, that would be it. Yeah. And you'd, you would have been viral. Um, like I, I think yeah. the first time I saw you was over two years ago, Yeah, almost yeah. three years ago now. And, yeah. you know, obviously tell me what happened with the pandemic. So that it, it's really just been tough through the pandemic. I, I took it to online. I was doing Facebook lives and, and performing and would put my little virtual tip jar. And, you know, luckily I wasn't paying rent. I moved home Got because it. I didn't want to just deplete yeah, my save, savings. Yeah, save some cash. The way of like going online and, and having things like Facebook and Instagram you know, kept everyone engaged and people would tune in. Like I did a concert every Saturday night and they were like, we're looking forward to this Saturday. Like they would be commenting on my Facebook. That's awesome. And then in person now people said, you really got us through the pandemic. Like we had something to look forward to. So that, you know, it was good for me, but also other people. Yeah. Because it's what you love. Mm -hmm. What motivates you to continue doing what you're doing in such a competitive atmosphere? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes like when, when it's really rough, I'm like, why am I doing this? But I know ne- like the answer is always because I love it. And honestly, the reactions I get from people keep me going or else I wouldn't like, if I'm just in my own head and on my own, like I would, I don't know what I would do, but just yeah. having people like you and, and people come up to me and support me and, and just say, oh, this was our first date song, like, thanks for bringing it back and like bringing all these memories back. Like, that's why I keep doing it. That's awesome. Yeah. I know uh, my boyfriend, and I go to see you all the time. And one of our mm-hmm. favorite movies is uh, a star, a star is, is born because <laughs> every time we see you, we request. And yeah, I hear, I heard a lot of people recreate that yeah. song and, but I've never heard it done. Oh, I mean, as good as Lady Gaga, yeah. like it's <laughs> as good, like it's just, you know, you. you know, you get the same feeling that yeah. if you're hearing it, you know, so it's almost anyway, it's incredible. And I'm going to have you do a little rendition. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so kind of switching gears, you know, there's been so much good that comes from it and all the stuff mm. that you do for, you know, for your fans and for yourself being a singer and this, you have to have thick skin. I mean, just in general, everybody yeah. has to have thick skin, but I feel like with you, it's kind of like, I look at referees, like if somebody was coming to my job mm-hmm. and watching me and criticizing every oh move I make, like <laughs> it's, I don't know if I could do that or like yeah. these famous athletes, but like when you're in the limelight and then the constant, you know, rejection, you know, you, you do all these things and you get a lot of positive feedback, but how do you handle the rejection? It's, um, it's definitely hard because the way I think of it now, I get a lot of no's and I've heard people that get record deals had a million no's and then all of a sudden there's like one song or some like one person wants them than everyone else does but you have to find that song or that that person that's gonna like champion you yeah um and then once you get that you'll be golden but yeah the rejection I kind of think of it now as like you know on American Idol I I did that and I got on TV oh and tell yeah. me about that how was that so <laughs> That was the year that Nicki Minaj, Mariah Carey, um, Keith Urban, and Randy Jackson were judges. So it was okay. like, I, I try to like not think about this, but <laughs> it also fueled my fire. So okay, all right, let's hear it. 
they told me no. Nicki Minaj was like, who are you as an artist? And like, you've been to my show. I play every single genre of music. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I play everything, you know, I, I don't want to label myself. I don't want to put myself like in, into one I don't know, position and not. Yeah. pretty much they sent me home. And ever since that day, I was, I think I was 17 and I didn't know I wanted to do this for a living. It was, it was fun to me and I loved it. Yeah. But as soon as I got that, no, like I, I cried for probably four days and I realized like, this is what I'm supposed to do. So since then, I'm just trying to prove them wrong. And, and, and they were like, oh, I went back again. They're like, you don't need this show. You're so good. I'm like, all right, like just put me on the show then. Right, 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 right. Yeah. (laughs) But let me, let me get on TV. (laughs) So I think of these judges, it's all opinion based. Yeah. You know, I like, I hate sad songs because I like doing music to make myself happy and others happy. And I like, if I sit in the car and listen to a sad song, I'll probably cry. Like, why do I want to make myself cry? Yeah. But then my best friend loves ballads. I, it's opinion based. So I just think, all right, they don't like me, but watch like maybe in a few years, they're, they're going to like one song of mine or. And I, that's all it takes is one song. One yes yeah. to your gazillion no's. Yeah. And I know it's, you know, oh, she doesn't have the following. If I if I had 30 million followers and the worst song in the world, it doesn't matter. I mean, look, me. <laughs> look at Biz Marquee. Look at Biz Marquee. Yeah. I watched a documentary on him and like he made this song that was so awful. His yeah. voice was so terrible, but it was so catchy and somehow got into the right hands at the right time. Yeah. And it made him famous. I'm like, I know at this point it's not my like my music that they don't like. It's just, you know, maybe they don't. I, you know, I get in my head, but it's all political. So I try to think of it. All right. You know, I don't have the big enough following yet for them to gain interest. Right. Did, like you kind of need that distinct differentiator because yeah. they might be looking like, okay, we have a ton of country singers or a ton of right. young girls that are trying to make with great, with a yeah. good set of lungs. And, but I mean, I, I feel like your, your voice is different, you know, like it's, yeah. it's not just like, I mean, I we, agree. yeah, <laughs> she's like, oh <laughs> yeah, agree. no, I agree. And in the point of everyone listens to the same thing, like in country music, especially. Yeah. This is me venting about country music. Vent. Every song is exactly the same. It's like the same four chords. I'm going to be banned from country music, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's all the same chords and like, it's, it's great. It's all like the same vibe, but all the girl singers are very like girly and singing about like bottles of wine and boys and like whiskey and whiskey. <laughs> so I like when I moved to Nashville, someone told me be different. And that was like eight years ago. And it's the same exact thing as eight years ago. So, yeah. Wow. So you do, you know, when you're out performing, you do mm-hmm. obviously a lot of cover songs, but you yeah. do have your own songs. Yeah. Yeah. I do have original music and I'm recording more, but I have stuff on Spotify and YouTube, iTunes, like all the streaming platforms. And it's, it's picking up a little bit. Yeah. The, the traction. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. I need like a million streams. So go stream Jessica Rose. Yeah, Jessica Rose. <laughs> get get into that. Um, tell me about your recent, most recent experience um, yeah. down in Wildwood. Oh, yeah. So that was my first big country music festival that I performed at. 
the way I got in there, I had to win a battle of the bands for the whole summer. Like, so I entered this contest put on by a radio station here in Jersey, Cat Country, and they were awesome. And I ended up winning the contest. And the headliner for that day that I performed was Carrie Underwood. And that's been a huge dream of mine to open for her. And so it was Carrie Underwood, John Party, Jimmy Allen, who's Jimmy Allen's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, he wow. Announced it and he's doing he he's releasing a song with Elton John like, oh, my God, this guy's killing it. And I've opened for him in, in Asbury Park at House of Independence. Got so it. We've been friends for a few years. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to hang out backstage all day with Jimmy and John Party and I had the best day ever. Going into it, I know Carrie Underwood doesn't meet people at all. Oh, she doesn't? No. Oh. I guess it depends. I mean, she performs all the time. Like, how is she going to just stand out there and meet everybody? Like, people stay on their tour bus. Yeah. And she's just, she's great. I hear she's a nice person. But all we just, like, looked at each other and waved. We didn't get to talk. Yeah. Because her security was super tight. Um, They had a golf cart waiting for her as soon as she walked up stage. And then... They golf carted her to a tour bus and and they actually um, like our little tour bus, my little like sprinter van. Nice. They <laughs> it was <laughs> we actually were driving when we left. It was like midnight and we were driving and her tour bus was in front of us. And this was in Wildwood and it was a beach festival. So we were driving in the sand. Oh, wow. Her tour bus got stuck. Oh, my God. And they were like, they closed up. They were like, wait here, carry us to get off. Like they, the police came and like got Carrie Underwood off the bus and brought her off the beach. Wow. And it was like a whole big thing. I mean, she's a superstar. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's allowed. And but... she started on American Idol, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing that way back, way back in the day. Yeah. It's awesome. That's great that you got to do that and at least meet her from a distance. Yeah. Uh, I hey have girl. like pictures of her, not with her, <laughs> but, but like, Hey girl, like here hey, I am. <laughs> a little like, selfie action. Um, goals. (laughs) So just to kind of go back to the rejection thing, yeah. what would you say is, you know, probably the biggest challenge? Like, you know, people, do people treat you for the most part, they treat you well. Do like, do you have any like times where you're just like, what are these people doing? Yeah. Um, I feel like what, like the, now I've gotten treated badly, but I feel like uh, moving forward, I'm just like trying to put out good energy and receive good energy back. And, and like, as long as you're nice to everybody, which I am, that works out. But I've gotten like some some people uh, that are either sound guys that I'm doing a sound check and I don't even ask them. Like, I'm like, hey, I'm Jessica. I'm meeting them for the first time. Like, yeah. Looking forward to working together. And the guy's like an asshole. Like, <laughs> complete. And I'm like smiling. I'm like, hey, like looking forward to tonight. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, like plug in. Plug you in just kill him with kindness. Like, yeah. And, I'm, you know, I just keep being nice unless he says something. And now like I stand up for myself a little bit too, because you don't want to be pushed around, especially in this industry in any industry. Right. Because sometimes as women, you get pushed around. Yeah. I know like with all like the mental health stigmatisms going on Mm -hmm. now and people, you know, kind of getting a lot of pressure and a lot of backlash on social, like people aren't that nice. You know, people are, are, you know, they treat these celebrities, like Mm -hmm. they're just objects, you know, talking down to them. So, I mean, it's just like, what advice do you have for people that are, you know, starting to get into the limelight, really want to make it and live their dream and just overcome, you know, without letting it get in their head. Right. I, I, I mean, people, if you look through comments, 
most of the time there could be a hundred nice comments and one mean one. And like, that's the only one you could think about. Right. Especially with, you know, celebrities on a bigger scale, like, but yeah, dealing, dealing with that, I think just something I said before was like opinion based. Everyone has an opinion and they're entitled to it. But if someone says something not nice to you, that means they have a problem because I think it's more on them on yeah. them than it is on you. Yeah. Like I would never comment anything mean. Yeah. Even if I thought it, like I'm not going to comment it because I'm not a psycho. <laughs> True. I mean, I watch a lot of Shits Creek and uh, I don't know if you've seen that show. <laughs> I have seen it. <laughs> so Alexis Rose, she's like, you know, I feel like that girl doesn't like me. And usually when people are not a fan, yeah. it's on them. True. And True. that's, and I, and she's, you know, it's like most people are fans. So when they're not, it's usually on them. And I'm like, yeah, that's so true. You it know, it's like mind your own business. Yeah. <laughs> you have to just don't say anything. Don't, why are you going to make someone feel bad? Right. But so just think of it as like that person has some issues and you just work and you just do you. I'm like preaching, but like, you know, no, it gets in your head, but try to think of it in that way of Especially when you're trying to, you know, like I know you're trying to build a business, you know, you're building your brand, you're building your business. So tell us how, how we can, what can we find you? Instagram, YouTube, what do you have? So I have Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, that's real Jessica Rose, R-E-A-L Jessica Rose. And also TikTok. I really need to grow my TikTok. All right, let's get let's get her some likes on TikTok, guys. <laughs> Jessica Rose, let's go TikTok. Let's go TikTok. <laughs> Listen, she's gonna make it big if we get her TikTok viral. Exactly. We need your help. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So, what is your favorite? Before we wrap up, what's your favorite song to sing? Like, you know, yeah. my favorite song that you sing. Yeah. But what's your favorite song? I well, I I love singing my original songs, um, and I don't do that enough, but. I would say I have a new song called Remember My Goodbye, which is going to be released next year. Fun about it. And you did a music video for Floatin'. Yeah, Floatin' was at the Jersey Shore. Another one is Quit Complaining. I filmed that in New York. In New York. Yeah, that was cool. So I, I really do love Quit Complaining. It's just a song for right now. It's like the perfect song. Do you want to give us a little taste of something? Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> I can have it remembered. I'll do a quick complaining. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> I've been looking at my life a little closer. I've been looking at my love a little sweeter too. I've been spending all my days a little wiser, a little wilder. Yeah. Cause we don't know how long this ride goes. Yeah. So I quit complaining. Got air in my lungs that someone I love took for granted. The things that I've got, it's like I forgot that money don't buy everything. When I promised anything, and time is short, so I'll make it sweet. And I'll quit complaining. That was awesome. Thanks. Oh my God, I'm getting a little teary eyed. (laughs) But that's like such a great song for right now. Yeah. We have so much to be thankful for. And the pandemic obviously put a wrench in a lot Mm -hmm. of people's plans, but we're digging ourselves out of the hole. Yeah. You're, you're coming out bigger and better. I know. I'm excited for next, next year is going to be a big year. 
just this fall, I'm gearing up and getting ready to release that music next year. That's awesome. So I'm putting a plan together. You got to have a plan. You got to have a plan. You got to have a business strategy, marketing strategy. Yeah. You got to get it rolling. Um, so you said you're going to be in Nashville in October. Where are you going to be playing? I'm playing at Blake Shelton's Old Red on Broadway there. Okay, and then awesome. a bunch of like songwriter rounds and stuff like that. Great. Oh yeah. my God. Well, we are, we're looking forward to Jessica Rose taking over the Thanks. world. Thanks. And um, <laughs> if, yes, if you have not checked her out at the Jersey shore and you are at the Jersey shore, um, check on her Facebook, her schedule is there. She's playing all September locally. Yes. Um, so come out and, and take a, take a look. And if you're not local, listen to her on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being Thank with us, Jessica. You. This is so fun. It was. I enjoyed talking to you and we will, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. The conversation is brought to you by Single Throw Marketing. If you're interested in being a guest on our show, email what she said at conversation, C-O-N-V, H-E-R-S-A-T-I-O-N dot com. Again, I'm your host, Gina Simeone. Listen to us every other week and thanks for listening.